Where You Go. Episode 4 but this is a story that dwells in the detail. All we'll hear today will be an account of one day in Ruth's life. But as we all know, lives can be transformed in one day, and as it turns out, this is one of those days. Ruth has gone out to work. She's gleaning. Let's talk about gleaning for a moment. It's a sort of Old Testament welfare system. Back in the book of Leviticus, where the laws are recorded, there's an instruction to workers to make provision for the needy, a law that stops the greedy exploitation of the land, leaving no margin for the poor. It's really simple. When you're bringing in the harvest, you leave an edge of grain unpicked. And if you drop some grapes in your vineyard, you just leave them. That way, the poor, the foreigners, the marginalised can come and take what they need. It's dignified and merciful. No forms... No means testing, just an expansive way of living that blesses the whole community. Except that not everyone obeys God's laws. And this story takes place in a time when everyone did as they saw fit. But as it turns out, Ruth finds herself in a field belonging to someone who takes God seriously. And that's a lifesaver for Naomi and Ruth as they try to get back on their feet. You might even call it providential if you were inclined to think about it for too long. So, Ruth has gone to find what she can, staying true to the promise that where Naomi goes, she goes. Only, now she's going out on her own. And it just so happens that she finds herself in Boaz's field, a lonely figure, making her way along the edge of the crop, gleaning what she can. Just then, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem. He greeted those cutting and gathering the grain. He said... May the Lord be with you. And may the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. They replied. Oh, that's an interesting way to greet your employees. And it's not just a cultural way of saying good morning. He sounds like he really means it. Not just concerned for his crops or his profits, and not just a provider from his own pockets. Something more. A walking benediction. Makes you want to hear more. Boaz spoke to the man in charge of his workers. He asked, Who does that young woman belong to? The man replied, She's from Moab. She came back from there with Naomi. The young woman said, Please let me walk behind the workers. Let me pick up the grain that is left. She came into the field. She has kept on working here from morning until now. She took only one short rest in the shade. So it turns out that Boaz is doing a little gleaning of his own. But it's information he's after. Is it fanciful to suggest that his eye is drawn to Ruth? Perhaps. Perhaps he's just attentive to his workforce and his land. Either way, he spots her. He calls her over. There's something about her. Whether it's attraction, admiration or a combination of the two, he calls her over and he sparks up a conversation. So Boaz said to Ruth, Dear woman, listen to me. Don't pick up grain in any other field. Don't go anywhere else. Stay here with the women who work for me. Keep your eye on the field where the men are cutting grain. Walk behind the women who are gathering it. Pick up the grain that is left. I've told the men not to bother you. 
When you are thirsty, go and get a drink. Take water from the jars the men have filled. To modern ears, this could sound patriarchal, patronising even. And there's no escape from the fact that this is a very different society to any that you or I recognise, right? Or is it much different to the Hollywood cliché, the chivalrous tradition, the fairy tale of childhood stories? When Ruth heard that, she bowed down with her face to the ground. She asked them, Why are you being so kind to me? In fact, why are you even noticing me? I'm from another country. It's uncomfortable, isn't it? There's a power dynamic at work, an underlying acceptance of racial inequality. Be careful, though. Have I led you down a path of assumptions? Has my choice of images and phrases set you thinking in a certain way? Boaz is a rich man, an influential man, but this is not some powerful man's passing fancy for an easily exploited, attractive foreign girl. Oh, you're probably wondering how I know that, aren't you? Listen to the words. Listen to what he actually says to this powerless foreign woman. He offers to protect her, to provide for her. He speaks to her with kindness. That is not normal in a land where everyone does as they see fit. Boaz replied, I've been told all about you. I've heard about everything you've done for your mother-in-law since your husband died. I know that you left your father and mother. I know that you left your country. You came to live with people you didn't know before. May the Lord reward you for what you have done. May the Lord, the God of Israel, bless you richly. You have come to him to find safety under his care. There's that sincere blessing again. So this is not love or lust at first sight. And perhaps even his question to the overseer is fueled by his foreknowledge of this woman. Incidentally, have you noticed how many times Ruth's Moabite heritage comes up? Interesting, isn't it? Whoever is telling this story really wants us to know that Ruth was not from this place, this clan, this family. Wants us to remember that she is a foreigner in this land. Anyway, he has heard of her, this Moabite who has abandoned her prospects and chosen the immigrant life alongside his relative. And Boaz is a man who speaks with ease of the protection and provision of God, a man of standing a walking benediction. Sir... I hope you will continue to be kind to me. You have made me feel safe. You have spoken kindly to me, and I'm not even as important as one of your servants. There's something though, isn't there? There's something in the ease of the exchange, in the back and forth of the conversation that suggests an attraction, a connection. When it was time to eat, Boaz spoke to Ruth again. Come over here, have some bread, dip it in the wine vinegar. She sat down with his workers. Then, Boaz offered her some grain that had been cooked. She ate all she wanted. She even had some left over. Oh, there's definitely a connection. A suggestion of a possibility. And with it comes kindness, grace, love. All in the course of one day. <laughs> 